0: A major episode today with some big, big topics to touch on. So, today, the Giants are playing the Saints. That's meh compared to what's going on in the baseball world. Game 162, it's almost like a 10-year tradition now at this point where the last day of the year is going to be crazy. Four teams in the AL, one game of separation for each of them. Two teams in the NL West... One game of separation. Potential game 163s. Potential play in tournaments. Potential craziness. And there's football today, too. Tom Brady's returning to Tampa. So we're going to touch on all of that. But first, let's get quickly into the Giants game. So the Giants, the NFL meme community loves to bully them, and they kind of deserve it at this point. They had a horrendous loss to the Falcons last week. I'm not going to lie. That was absolutely horrible. They should not be putting up 14 points against the Falcons defense. That's pathetic. Adore Jackson should be able to catch the ball. He's almost like the guy you can pin the blame on last week. And also Jason Garrett for not getting anything done on offense. And here's the thing. Daniel Jones looked great. So I'm not concerned about him at this point. That's the thing. And I feel like going into the draft, which yeah, looking ahead to the draft at this point is not something I was hoping to do. I I predicted them to be 3-0 and I feel so stupid about that. I mean... They have zero of one thing and it's wins. So if they can go into the draft, not having to get a quarterback, that would be, that would be awesome if that could happen. But I I think Jason Garrett might be the problem. Uh, the receivers, Darius Slayton and, uh, who was it? Sterling Shepard both got hurt and Blake Martinez, man, what is it with all these season ending injuries? One of my favorite players on the Giants tore ACL, one of their best defensive players, if not their best defensive player. That's a huge, huge loss for them. That was basically the point where it's like, okay, season might be over at this point, three weeks in, fantastic. We haven't even reached the end of September yet. And then they sign Isaiah Wilson this week because of their offensive lineman shortage, and it's like, oh great, this guy's... I don't, this guy's one of the biggest busts in NFL draft history, probably one of the biggest pains in NFL history, so we're just gonna have to see how that goes, not quite sure, I'm not sure if he got called up from the practice squad yet, but that Falcons loss last week was ugly, they should have blown him out, given the way that their defense was playing, Saquon played well, he's, he might be back, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he's back, and he had a good jumping over the goal line touchdown and, of course, the announcers are like, oh, that's why he drafted it. they drafted him with a second-round pick. I, I'm repeating a point here that people have made. I think it was Michael Cave. And, like, you don't draft a running back to, to like, that high to jump over the goal line. But a bad loss for the Giants. This week, they've got the Saints. And without Slayton and Shepard, I'm not expecting them to win this game. I think... I said Kadarius Tony was going to have a monster game last week. This week could be the one where he does it. I'm the Saints' defense had a fantastic week last week, so I'm not I'm I don't have high expectations. In fact, I can, I think there's a good chance this game turns into a blowout, and I I just want to see progression from Daniel Jones. Still, he's looked solid these past two weeks. Just keep showing progression, and I will have a lot more confidence. And the Saints, they're two and one. They played a lot better last week than they did in week two. Their defense looked great. Jameis looked fine. And they were playing a solid Patriots team too. So I would not expect the Giants to win this game. I would expect them to fall to 0-4 today. Just, Giants fans, prepare yourself for this. It's not gonna be it's not gonna be pretty. The five thirty eight ELO is giving the Saints a 79% chance to win. They are nine-point favorites, so that's fantastic. And the thing with the Giants is they currently have 5% odds to make the playoffs and are projected to finish 5-12 on 538. Their schedule is about to get very, very bad. I'm going to look up their schedule here. They have... Let's see. The New York Giants play a ridiculous schedule, and I know it involves Kansas City and Tampa. So, after this week, they play Dallas, that's a loss. Rams, clearly a loss. Carolina, probably a loss. KC, probably a loss. Raiders, probably a loss. They're kind of the team I'm pulling for now at this point. And same with the Bengals because I did I did have a bold prediction before the season that they the Bengals had a good shot to make the playoffs and I think they are I could I could argue they are the second best team in that division I could argue and then they have the Bucks week eleven and the next game I could see being winnable is the Eagles week twelve that's at the end of November so get ready for a rough stretch Giants don't be shocked if they go zero and eleven to start the year just don't. It's, it's not going to be good. I'm telling you. So, my score prediction for this afternoon's game against the Saints, probably, if I'm being generous, probably 27 to, that they're playing a better defense than the Saints, I'd say 27 to 10, maybe 27 to 13 at best. I think I'm going to go 27-13 Saints for this game. Not gonna be good really really not gonna be good and as for my predictions for other games I won't do scores but Panthers Cowboys I would probably predict the Panthers not the Panthers the Cowboys sorry I surprised might have surprised anybody who was thinking the Panthers but Cowboys I think their offense is going to overpower that defense and I'm not sure I'm just not sure Carolina's offense can keep up without McCaffrey though look for Tuba Hubbard this week uh, Browns-Vikings, if Dalvin Cook is back, I could see the Vikings winning this game, but the Browns have looked very good. The Browns have, in their past couple games, so they easily could have beaten KC. They beat the Browns, and they just destroyed the Bears. That Browns defense looked very good last week. I... I would be willing to take either team, though. I might come back to this. The Lions and the Bears. I'm going to take the Lions in an upset pick. The Bears look horrible. Bills will beat the Texans. That is the most lopsided game of the week, it looks like. Uh, Dolphins and Colts. I'm going to take the Colts in this one. I think they, they'll they probably put it together and hopefully feast on a on Jacoby Brissett, maybe, their former quarterback. Chiefs-Eagles. Chiefs are the easy pick in this one, even though they have gone down to one and two i my hot take right now is that the broncos are the strongest team in the AFC west but they're gonna have to show that they are legit and they'll have a good test this week the giants and the saints already said the saints titans i know that they don't have aj brown and julio and people are predicting the jets to win but the jets are so bad that i think derrick henry has the potential to rush for 250 yards and like three touchdowns today The Jets' defense is just so bad that they easily could destroy because of Derrick Henry alone. Washington and the Falcons. I am not sure why the Falcons are favored in this game. Washington should win this one. They should. They have a better defense. Their offense, I mean, Heineke didn't look good last week, but he showed a flash in Week 2, so I would expect Washington to win this one. Cardinals-Rams taking the upset pick in this one. As much as I love the Rams as my Super Bowl favorites, I think the Cardinals will upset in this game. The offense is going to be there. This one's going to be high scoring. Don't start the Rams defense in fantasy this week. Seahawks-Niners. Niners, Niners, easy pick for me in this one. The Niners could have won last week if they hadn't left as much time for... Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Seattle looked horrible last week. Easy pick. Niners are the stronger team overall, too, I believe. Now, the Broncos are slightly favored over the Ravens. I like it. I think that will be a close game. They are one and a half point favorites. I will take the Broncos in this one because I think they are all around a more solid team than the Ravens this year, and they've looked good against bad teams. Now, they'll need to show it against a pretty good team. Steelers-Packers. This game... Easily could turn into a blowout. Packers will win this game by a lot. Buccaneers, Patriots. Even without Gronkowski, I would ta- I'm would. taking the Buccaneers because the Patriots have not looked very good so far. And then Chargers, Raiders. This game is very, very tough. I really like the Chargers so far. I really like the Raiders so far. I could... I think Derek Carr might fall back a little bit to earth this week, so I'm going to pick the Chargers. But I'm not going to be surprised if the Raiders go to 4-0 after this game. I would not be shocked at all if that is the case. And then back to Browns-Vikings. The Vikings are a half-point favorite. You know, you know, with Jarvis Landry on going on IR, the, the Browns' offense is a little bit depleted. I'm going to take the Vikings in this game as the slight favorites, but this game could go either way. This is probably the closest, like, it could flip-flop match of the week. So those are my picks for football today. Should be a good day of football, but baseball is going to get insane, so I think we should get right into that. The Yankees are doing something that they've done all year and that's roller coastering except it's getting even more day to day at this point. Yankees fans, you got way on the internet. You got way too cocky after Thursday's win. Like like god uh, Dan Rourke, shout out shout out Dan. I love Dan, he's great. But he was saying that the uh the Yankees ended the Blue Jays season. They did not end the Blue Jays' season. The Blue Jays are still here and have a shot to force a tiebreaker game. That's not good. The Yankees have looked awful these past two games. On Friday, it was the fact that they could not hit the ball. Yesterday, they couldn't pitch, and Jordan Montgomery had an absolute blow-up, and they also couldn't hit. And this was after Tampa yanked Shane Boz. That's not good. The Mariners won late last night. That was a huge win for them. Mitch Hanniger came... He came up huge for them. The Red Sox barely won. Dang, I got my hopes up way too much on the Nets winning that, and the Blue Jays, of course, destroyed the Orioles. So here's the scenario: the Yankees can clinch a wild card berth if they win, and they will clinch home field advantage in a wild card game if they win and Boston loses. And if Boston loses, there, and there will likely be tiebreaker games if one of those teams loses and I think it's the Yankees more likely losing and I'm not happy about that there is likely going to be tiebreaker game or tiebreaker games right now the Yankees just have to win a game they just have to win a game and they will be fine I don't care anymore about home field advantage they could have locked that up today they could have controlled their own destiny They don't anymore. Jamison Tyone, he's playing on an injured ankle. He's going to need to go pitch the game of his life. I hate to say that because he's hurt, obviously, but he needs to go pitch the game of his life, and the bats need to wake up and get to Michael Waka early. Michael Waka is not the greatest starter on the Rays, but they find a way to get these guys good. The Rays are just wizards. They're, They're... This is going to be really tough because the Rays, the lineup, has looked so solid, especially at the top of that order with guys like a Rosarino Cruz and Wander Franco. This game's going to be tough. The the Yankees, they burned Michael King yesterday. I would fully expect Luis Severino to be piggybacking on uh, Tyone today. I think he could easily go in and pitch five innings if they need him to. I think they're gonna he he might end up having to push himself a bit and I don't I hate to say that of course with him coming off these injuries but I, I mean my dad made a great point yesterday and it was basically like this would be a great game for Andrew Heaney as much as I hate him you'd love to have some assurance that you can get a long reliever if something were to go really wrong so that you don't have to burn the bullpen for a game one sixty three which by the way. The Yankees have guaranteed themselves that they will play at least 163 games whether that be a tiebreaker game or a wild card. Right now with the way the Yankees have been playing, they are they are at like a low point right now. It's ridiculous. I would expect the Rays to win this game and I would also expect the Red Sox to win and that would put the Red Sox in the first wild card spot. They don't have to worry about a tiebreaker game. For the Orioles and Blue Jays. I would fully expect the Blue Jays to win that game. That would put them tied with the Yankees. And the Mariners, Reed Detmers, gotta go pitch the game of your life here today, man. I I would probably expect the Mariners to win again and set up a three-way tie. My prediction right now is the Yankees are going to have to go to this ridiculous three-way tie tournament to play f- three teams for the second wildcard spot. And that... Scenario I have pulled up right now. Shout out CBS. So AL wild card here. If three teams tie for one wild card, teams A, B, and C are going to be assigned. Let's see. I need to I need to know this better. I've seen so much about this. So Three teams tie for one wild card. Teams A, B, and C are assigned as noted above, as they pl- and, and they play as noted above. I.e., B at A, followed by the winner of A B at home against C with a bid at stake. So I think the Mariners would end up being would end up being team B. think like the Yankees would end up being team A, and the Blue Jays would end up being team C. I'm not quite sure. The four-way tie scenario, I that would happen if the Blue Jays and Mariners win and the Yankees and Red Sox lose. Entirely possible as well, but not as likely. And that would be Team B at Team A. Or no, they that would, it would depend. It'd be Team A versus Team B and Team C versus Team D. They play in the wild card game. It, this is going to be chaos today. If we want to, if you want to move on to something more simple, the Giants and the Dodgers are fighting for the NL West. The Giants should win their game with Logan Webb against some guy I've never heard of on the Padres, and the Dodgers I think will win today with Walker Buehler on the mound. I wouldn't expect him to go very deep into the game, unless. Well, no, never mind. That that would be like playoff tuneup, but they might need him if something's happening with the Giants. They they're gonna want to force a game one sixty three. I think that would be played in San Fran if because the, I think the Giants won the season series 10-9. And yeah, the winner of that would be the one seed. The loser of that would be the first wild card and play the Cardinals. I'm a little concerned about the Dodgers now that Kershaw might have played his last game with them. That's really, really sad. I did not, you never want to see that happen to anybody, especially a Kershaw who's just such a great player. And back to the AL chaos, I guess. So, MLB.com here. Shout out MLB.com. Four way tie for two wild card spots. Yankees would play in Boston. Seattle would play in Toronto. And the winners would play in the wild card game. And Boston, I believe, has the tiebreaker over everybody. The Yankees have the tiebreaker over Seattle. Toronto has the tiebreaker over the Yankees and Seattle. So. It this is the wild card scenario. If Yankees play Toronto, the Blue Jays host. The only way the Yankees could host is if they played Seattle. If Boston wins, they will host the wild card game. This is in the four way tie scenario. Uh, three way tie for one wild card spot. This is if the Yankees make it. If they win today, Boston loses. Seattle and Toronto win, which is the best case scenario for the Yankees because if they do make the wild card game, they'd want to play a depleted team that's had to play in like a game 163 and a 164 so if this had happened on Monday Toronto would play in Seattle and then Boston would play at the winner of that game on Monday and the winner of that would go to play the Yankees in the Bronx three-way tie for one wild card spot this is what I think is going to happen where the Yankees lose Seattle and Toronto win and Boston wins that would mean Seattle would play in New York on Monday. Then the winner would play at home versus Toronto. That's tough for the Yankees because then they'd have to go win two games. And that's why, that this is another reason why I'm just so mad. They had so many blown games and they could have just avoided this scenario so easily. They could have won on Friday if it weren't for stupid, not stupid. I love Gary, but he's made some bad plays. And Rugneto Odor striking out. And then that game on Wednesday, they easily could have won. And then those two games in Boston, the Krisky game and the Loisaga game, they could have controlled their own destiny for that first wild card. It still sucks. And then three way tie for two wild card spots is also possible where the Yankees and Boston lose and Toronto wins. That would be Toronto and Boston uh play each other winner of that goes and hosts the wild card game and the loser goes and plays the Yankees that winner takes the fifth seed and then that would be with Seattle eliminated and if Seattle wins Toronto loses Yankees and Boston both lose today Yankees would play in Boston on Monday loser and winner of that would go to the wild card and be the one seed so the Yankees would likely even though it'd have to be two games on the road, that would probably be a best case scenario because they'd have two shots at it. And you'd probably want that, but I'm not going to I'm beggars can't be choosers at this point. And then the loser of that game on Monday would go play Seattle on Tuesday winner would be the 5 seed. And then the two-way tie for one wild card spot would either be Toronto at Boston, Seattle at Boston, Seattle at the Yankees or the Yankees at Toronto. That's the rundown. My prediction is we get that three way tie between the Yankees, Blue Jays, and Mariners. I hope not. The Yankees can win today and clinch a spot. Boston can win today and clinch a spot. The Yankees clinch home field with a win and a Boston loss. And that would be for the wild card game. And if Toronto and Se- Seattle or Seattle lose, they would be eliminated. And the Yankees could also clinch a spot that way. Though that is unlikely, that would cause them to play. That would guarantee them to play at Boston because even if Boston were to lose two, Boston, still has the tiebreaker, and that's what sucks about those blown games. But today is going to be crazy. Today is going to be crazy. Let's go Yankees, of course. Giants, you might as well tank at this point. I'll still, I'm still rooting for you guys, but oof, today is going to be crazy. It's going to be the red zone and MLB Nicks channel day, I guess. Shout out to DirecTV for that, but yeah, that's kind of about it for today's episode. Oh boy, a lot of stuff we unpacked today, but let's go Yankees, let's go Giants, of course. Thank you all so much for coming back and listening. Enjoy sports today, it's gonna be insane. Game 162, we haven't seen something like this in like 10 years. Have a great one. Well, if the, well, if the, do a preview of whatever the Yankees have probably tomorrow. And so I'll catch you guys real soon. Enjoy sports today. After